0: <laughs> i can't i can't wait to to hear your answers This is gonna be good
1: you probably already know my answers i
0: don't know your answers
1: i bet you do i bet when i tell you them you're gonna be like oh i could have guessed that
0: <laughs> then why are we even doing this podcast it's
1: so basic <laughs> oh that's gosh. why i laugh at myself i'm like okay phil might be the nerdy one but i'm like the basic <laughs> <laughs> literally okay. drives the white SUV gets for
0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Angel Talk, Reflections of an Ambitious Angel Mom. My name is Philip Kerrigan. I am the executive director of Raise for Rowan. We are the organization that helps families suffering from the loss of a child with funeral cost assistance and emotional support. I am joined by, as always, the ambitious angel mom herself. Say hello to the people. Brynn.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: How are you doing?
1: It's a great day.
0: Yes. And how was your weekend?
1: It's they fly by, but I love them. I
0: know. I know it was super hot this weekend. Did you do anything cool?
1: You know, my poor husband had to work all weekend. Oh, did he really? But it was my first free weekend with my kids that we didn't have plans. So, oh, cool. Just spent some quality time with them, you lazy. know?
0: Yeah, nice. And just nice. Um, lazy days?
1: Just hanging around the house and yeah. like doing house chores. But, okay. you know, sometimes those are the best days. They are the best just days. Just simple and. Yeah, the quality yeah. time is, yeah. is so fun. So
0: You feel nerdy today, correct? You have said that.
1: I have told Philip, yes, okay. that I feel a little on the nerdy side today. That's of good. That's so good. I apologize, you guys. I have a weird <laughs> sense of humor, and I crack myself up, and I laugh at my own jokes. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, this is a nerdy day, though, because so this is a nerdy podcast. This is one of our uh, patented uh, get-to-know RFR podcasts, and now we're doing our founder, who I kind of feel like this is not really a – We've been getting to know you for the last seven months on this podcast. Right. But the this deep is stuff. The deep stuff. This yeah. is the nerdy, lighthearted Bryn. Yes. Yeah.
1: Because I do have a lighthearted, funny side.
0: So, yeah, usually we dive into serious subjects with you. Uh, we are today getting to know Bryn. So today we're going to talk about your favorite things. All yeah. of them.
1: Oh, good. Yes. Well, yes,
0: yes, and and the favorite things that we've talked to Nikki and myself about. We're going to now turn the tables on you to talk about Bryn's favorite things.
1: Good. I like are it. Are you
0: are you ready for this deep interrogation?
1: One hundred percent. Okay. Because good. I want people to know that just because you know you guys get to hear the deep, yes, sometimes somber side of my yes. personality because we're always talking about like the deep, yes, the deep topics, but yes. um. That's not like all of who I am. Right, right. That doesn't define me. I have a lot of fun and I have a lot of things that I'm passionate about in other ways and other areas of my life. So I'm glad I get to share that today.
0: Yeah, and I love love this line of questioning. I can't wait to get more of our board members involved in this line of questioning Mm -hmm. because I find people. It's entertaining. Yes, I find these answers fascinating and I think they really showcase the type of person people are.
1: I think so, too. Yeah.
0: But first, before we get into the line of questioning we usually have, our Desert Island top threes, or top fives, whatever (laughs) we call them, um, I do want to kind of also do a year, a rewind, year-in-review so far, Mm -hmm. because we're at the midway point of the podcast. This is now seven months that we've podcasted. We're going to go on month eight here.
1: Which it's flown by.
0: It's crazy. It's crazy. I remember when we first tried this idea... We first started talking about it, and we thought, well, so how many topics do we have? And I thought in my head, whoa, I've got like 12. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) And somehow we have found enough uh, topics and enough content that we hope our listeners out there have found Really, Mm -hmm. um, really fascinating and really interesting. But every week we have new stuff that we like to talk about, tackling topical issues, even having guests. And we do have a slew of guests coming up that are going to be really awesome. We'll talk about more at the end. But we've had really seven incredible months of getting into some pretty deep things Mm -hmm. regarding grief and losing a a loved one. I think it's been pretty neat.
1: It's been really a journey yeah. all on its own, just our podcast journey. Yeah. And I can tell you what, I couldn't come up with like my favorites yes. because I love I love something about each one yeah. because I have learned from each podcast myself. Yeah. It has brought me a little piece of, I guess, knowledge from somebody else's point of view or it's brought a little piece of healing. Um, I think they've all been really great.
0: Yeah, I can tell you for sure I've learned from every single one myself oh, personally.
1: Yeah, It, I mean, it is. It's eye-opening in so many different areas mm-hmm. of my life, mm-hmm. not just solely on grief, but, you know, we've talked about quite a wide array of things.
0: Yeah, and we've had some really, we want to thank everybody who has taken a listen, especially those who have taken the time to uh, review the podcast mm-hmm. by either giving us uh, stars and submitting them or even saying something. We've had about five or six folks who have just poured their heart out and complimented us. And we really thank you for that because when you're doing this, you're hoping that there are people that things are resonating with people.
1: Right. That it actually is serving a purpose and helping other people, you know, because I could chat forever all day, (laughs) (laughs) but I want to make sure that sharing my journey and then inviting others to come on and share Mm -hmm. their experience and their knowledge is actually serving a purpose and hearing the kind words and the feedback that we have been receiving, Mm -hmm. that it really does Help you, yeah, is huge, and yeah. that's what keeps us going. So, thank you so much for the kind words. Those of you that have left them or sent private messages, it it makes it's really cool.
0: Yeah, like I, I, really if neat. I get
1: them personally, I send them to Philip and vice versa, and yeah. then we just we just love to hear your feedbacks. So. We do,
0: we do. We love when you we love when you chime in and tell us what we're doing and and mm-hmm. and whether it resonated with you because you put this stuff out there mm-hmm. and you hope that it resonates with people and it's been neat to hear that it has right even though you said however that you don't have a favorite how about we just go with a few that have stood out to you what are some of the ones over the last seven or eight months that if someone were to come to you today and say hey what's a good example of a podcast i should listen to to kind of get a feel for what angel talk is all about what are some of the ones that you would recommend to people that you liked
1: well I'm biased, but Sissy Signs is my jam. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's your
0: favorite one. My, that's your jam.
1: It is my jam because I feel like <laughs> it's so uplifting, and I feel like for me when I was really new in my grief and in um, my darkest times, mm-hmm. my own personal Sissy Signs is one of the things that really got me through. Like, mm-hmm. The major moments that kept me going like, okay, I can still have a relationship with my daughter that's in heaven. You know, she might not be here in my physical world and that I can't see or touch, but I feel her. I feel her in my heart. I get signs from her. And I love sharing that with others because I think it's uplifting, you know, and... We, grief, there's not many things to talk about that can be uplifting. Right. So to right. share that and to hear other people's personal stories of getting a sissy sign. Yeah. I love, I love that. Yeah. So um, Philip is the one that kind of created the sissy sign segment. Yes. So we get to do that in multiple episodes. And I. I love, I love, love.
0: Yeah. The sissy sign has obviously become the biggest segment that mm-hmm. we do because anytime we have a guest that wants to come on and we float the idea of of them providing their own sissy sign they're all in they're yeah. ready to talk about it you'll so you can hear that from time to time throughout some mm-hmm. of the podcasts we've done but the sissy sign episode itself where we basically isolate about 4 or 5 that you didn't talk about in any of the segments, but then also we reached out to folks through Facebook and had them comment on their own sissy signs. Mm-hmm. That was pretty neat.
1: Yeah, I actually at some point would like to do a recap of sissy signs, mm-hmm. and we will share more of the sissy signs that you guys send to us um, yeah. because I've gotten more over the last few months, and they're just amazing. Yeah. Like, knock your socks off. Like, I get goosebumps as I'm reading the message, you know, yeah, that I want to share with our listeners yeah. because – There's just so many. And it just shows you that uh, God is powerful and our little angels are powerful because they're sending us messages to give us hope and to keep us going. And, I mean, you need that when you're deep in your grief and you've been through a traumatic event and lost a loved one. You need all the hope you can get. So
0: Absolutely. The, The Sissy Sign episodes can go forever because everyone's always willing to share. Yeah, uh, things that they receive from a loved one. Mm-hmm. That one is a good one. Uh, personally, I really liked "While You Were Gone" and oh, ditched yeah. <laughs> me uh, doing the grief and fatherhood series.
1: Those were really cool.
0: Yeah, you and I, I, I... did
1: miss them, but I did listen to them. Uh, yes, you did, and I liked them all.
0: Yeah, yes. you and I had talked about that actually when when I was getting hired, and you asked me what was one thing that I would really like to see, and if mm-hmm. I, so I told you from a father's perspective, I think it would be really interesting to kind of talk about that. And uh, the, the specific one that, I mean, they're all good. Chuck Hope's fantastic. Obviously, Pastor Jim Ford is a phenomenal person, and he's just a great interview, period. But the one that I would encourage people to go back to is Brad Towers' interview, our advisory board member. He was so open and mm-hmm. honest and raw about his feelings and so articulate about, you know, what he went through with his, with his grief. It's phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, I found it. I found it incredible just to be in the room talking to him about it. So that one was really good. Uh, we've gotten some feedback on the um, grieving in public, which was kind of yeah. surprising to me. I mean, that was really an off the cuff. We it was a response to a message we had gotten from somebody on our angel page. Who talked about yeah. the death of Kobe Bryant and how it, somehow he found himself affected by that, mm-hmm. and he he equated it to starting to think about the, losing his angel. And so we decided to dive into a whole episode in that. We've gotten more than one response on that particular right. one. That, that really is funny.
1: actually one of the biggest um, views that I have also on my Ambitious Angel Mom blog site is grieving in public. Is, oh, really? Yeah. It's, um, the I think, my top viewed. That, Get out and, of here. Yeah. Grieving wow. in public and sissy signs.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, I think that was one where it went and
1: It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. It just goes to show you that. Uh, grieving in public and trying to figure out a way to get back out was definitely an issue that I think a lot of folks
1: definitely feel yeah yeah. no matter what you may be doing for a profession or um, what kind of community you live in you could live in a small community and still be dealing with it and you could be living in a big city and still be dealing with it right there's just different ways that you can be in the public eye yeah and it's hard to get back out there and be and be vulnerable but also to feel prepared to go out and not have a breakdown and yeah, that was a good one.
0: Yeah, that was a really good one. I, uh, we also did one leading into where we are today. You know, there was the shelter at home order that came out in March. And in April, people were trying to navigate through, I think, their collective feelings on the subject. Mm-hmm. And so we did, a, we did a podcast called Grief and Isolation, which oh, yeah. also ended up getting a few folks to comment on, on the emotional uh, isolation that comes when you lose somebody and you're going through grief. And how this new physical isolation that people were feeling, which was brand new at the time, they were navigating through the same sort of feeling. So that right. was an interesting one, too. I found I, I like
1: that really. One yeah. yeah, I might have to go back and listen to that one because yeah, it's been a while.
0: Okay, so yeah, those are just a few of the podcasts we invite everybody to go back and listen to. They we promise we'll have even better content coming up. We have we more have some guests, good ones. yeah, we have some folks who were pretty mind blowing and pretty great to talk yes. to. And so we encourage you to to keep listening to the stuff that's coming up. It's going to be really good. But now let's talk about Sissy Signs. Now, we just talked about that being your favorite episode. So yes. why not put it in this week's segment? You said before we came on that you had one that was going to be a super surprise to me. Yeah. All right. So why don't you share it?
1: Well, first, I'm just going to say that Philip... Knows most of my sissy signs because even if we're, you know, off the radio, yeah. I tell him. Yes, you do. But anyway, um, I wanted to share this one because it's a surprise. Um, this happened to me 10 years ago, but my grandfather passed away when I was four years old. Oh. So that's why it's kind of a surprise. It's about my grandfather. It's a surprise because it's, a, it's, it's, it's not. A sign about your grandpa. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Rowan, okay.
0: But, okay. This um, is new.
1: Yeah. So my grandfather passed away when I was four years old Uh and I was his first grandchild and so kind of the apple of his eye and he used to watch me because he was retired at the time so when I was a kid you know I'd be with my papa pretty much every day while my mom worked and um, he had a a big farmhouse out in the country where we had cows and goats and sheep and I just Uh remember growing up when I was really little I have memories of like riding on the tractor with him and so I was kind of a Papa's girl. Okay. So even though he passed when I was four years old, I've always had a really strong connection with him my whole life. Okay. Where I've felt he's always watched over me. And my mom has always often told me, you know, like, just how much he adored me. And I, you know, he's just always, you know, been a big part of my life. That's what I'm getting at. So when I got married 10 years ago, um, my grandmother – who was obviously a widow because her husband passed mm-hmm. really wanted to fly to Mexico to be present for me and my husband's ceremony, Okay, which, um, you know, myself, my mom and my aunt, we were really kind of hesitant about that because uh. she's obviously older. We didn't want there to be any health concerns. Um, it's kind of a long flight. We flew to Cancun and it's a full day of travel and she doesn't like the heat. Right. Um, but she really was adamant about being there. Okay. But anyway, um, obviously going on this trip I constantly thought about my grandfather being there and that I would feel his presence there but it was so cool because the day of my wedding when I woke up I got this over overwhelming smell of a pipe
0: okay like a tobacco pipe because that's
1: what he used to smoke yeah and I was sitting out on the balcony of my hotel room um about to start getting ready for my yeah. wedding and stuff. And I just remember in my head, I mean, it blatantly popped in my head. I'm like, oh my gosh, my grandpa's here. Oh, that's cool. And um, and this was a few days actually before the wedding. So okay. then myself, my mom, my aunt, and my grandma mm-hmm. had all wanted to go into the little town and go shopping okay. in Cancun. So that's what we did one day. And we just started talking. And my grandma had shared that she smelled a big with of her, you know, of grandpa's yeah. pipe smoke. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, me too. That's crazy. Then my mom and my aunt, me too, me too. Oh no way. Yeah. So all of us felt his presence. And yeah. so we talked about it and we acknowledged it. Yeah. No joke. After we had that discussion, we're still in downtown Cancun. Yeah. Mind you, they don't play uh they're usually playing like mariachi band yeah. and yeah. I mean it's a very lively crowd and yeah. that's the kind of music they play. The Juds. Pops on, and it's Grandpa. Oh, the
0: really? The song
1: Grandpa, <laughs>
0: wow. the Judds, comes yeah. on while
1: I am shopping yeah. with my grandma, my aunt, my mom, downtown Can- yeah. Cancun. That's cool. Covered in goosebumps, I stop, and I just look at them. They look at me, because we're all getting this sign at the same time, because he yeah. listened to the Judds 24-7. Yeah. He had a record player, and we were listening to the Judds yeah. like that's how my mom remembered him, how I remembered him, how my grandma remembered him, and how my aunt remembered him. Yeah. And so when the song Grandpa came on, I mean, we were all just, like, about wow. to be in tears. Yeah. But I, I think it was his way of saying, like, I am here with you on this trip Cool. to his wife, not only to his wife, but to all of us. Yeah. Because, like, we wanted him to be there and be present for my wedding. Cool. But it was, it was without a doubt, like, knock your socks off. Yeah. My grandpa's here. The yeah. smell is pipe,
0: mm-hmm.
1: plain as day, and that we all received it.
0: Yeah, that's pretty neat. And
1: then his song comes on, the Judd's grandpa, mm-hmm. in the middle of Cancun.
0: Yeah. Then
1: that's that pretty quits cool. And then it's like back to the mariachi. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's odd. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's a, that's a, that's Grandpa a sign.
1: turned on the, the record player.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was that's, pretty cool. That's a, that's a pre. Rowan sissy sign
1: then oh yeah pre i mean pre kids everything that was wow. 10 years ago
0: so you, you were getting other sissy signs yeah. so that's cool
1: and so my grandpa obviously i don't get sissy signs from him very often mm-hmm. but he's left me a few different signs throughout my life that are really powerful like that oh cool um so i don't get them very often but there he has always made me feel like he is still with me and watches over me yeah and um I, it's pretty cool to feel deep connection with him, even though he passed away when I was four right, years
0: old. Right, right. So. Obviously, kindred spirit sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. I like that. This is cool because I will say one of the things that we have gotten and what we did get from the Sissy Sign episode, because when we offered it out to folks who and gave folks the opportunity to share their own, uh, we got about three or four in mm-hmm. and h- half of them were not children, half of them were other family members, yeah. my mother, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So that has, and also you'll hear it from the guests that we have as we, as we navigate through the next uh, month or so of podcasts, sissy signs come from anywhere and are about anyone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That is what's neat about sissy signs. Right. I like that a lot. That's a good one. Thank you for sharing. Brent. Oh,
1: you're welcome.
0: Okay, well now we're getting into the meat and potatoes of this particular podcast. <laughs> the nerdy. Yes, we've had we've had the we've had the very serious appetizer, reflective appetizers. Now we're getting into the nerdy meat and potatoes portion of this particular podcast. This is the Desert Island Top 3s. All right, we've had Nikki answer some. We've had me answer some. Now we're going to turn the tables on you. And we're going to ask you your desert island top three. So this basically means if you were trapped on a desert island,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you would name the three things from these categories that you would bring. Okay. Okay. So first, let's start off with movies. If you were trapped on a desert island and you could only watch three movies, what are those three movies?
1: Okay. So I'm going to be honest.
0: I would I wish that you would. I don't want you to lie on the podcast.
1: I'm saying I don't get a chance to watch very many adult movies anymore because my kids have taken over the TV. Okay. So And
0: by adult movies, Bryn means movies that involve adult actors doing regular things. Yes,
1: that is what I mean. (laughs) That is exactly what I mean.
0: You know, romantic comedies of the
1: like finding Nemo and stuff like that. Correct. Or Disney movies. Not the other adult
0: movie thing. We're talking about real movies.
1: But I, I I do. The only show I watch anymore is yes. all of the Real Housewives on Bravo. I mean, <laughs> that is my <laughs> that is my go-to. That's when I'm like, kids, give me the remote. Well, wait a minute. Don't, yeah, I remember you and Nikki
0: talking pretty distinctly about Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Well, although yeah. that's not a movie, though.
1: That's no, not a, a movie. But I mean, I do. I'm a glutton for this TV. You guys, it's like. My getaway, these women are just out of control, but they're hysterical. I yes, love... Or what is it? It's The Real Housewives. Well, my favorite is Beverly Hills. Oh,
0: okay, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yes. That's your favorite one. Favorite. And wh- there's and other the ones, New right? York. Yep, there's, there's New York. Yep. There's New
1: York, New Jersey. Uh-huh. I mean, oh my God, these ladies are insane and I love them. <laughs> I love them.
0: <laughs> okay. But, so your uh, favorite show, if you were to like bring a show onto the island.
1: Would for sure be Bravo, Televisions, Real Housewives, Got it. any of them.
0: Okay. Good to know. Good yeah, to know. I that's like the that.
1: only thing I watch currently that is not a kid's show pretty okay. much. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Um, but my top movie that yes. has been for, you know, like ever in a day mm-hmm. is Sweet Home Alabama.
0: You told me before we started this mm-hmm. that I would not be surprised. I am not surprised.
1: Yeah. That you strikes would not. me
0: very much as what would be your favorite. Yeah.
1: By the way Philip knows me pretty well, I think.
0: <laughs> By the way, this a good one. Patrick Dempsey, he's the man. And he's the one who's left in that movie. Yeah. And he was such a he was such a stand up guy. He was so nice to Reese Witherspoon.
1: I just love Reese. Any Reese <laughs> Witherspoon movie, I'm just like
0: yeah. How did how did you feel about her accent though? I feel like it was not was not amazing. But isn't she from there? She's like she's from down south. Down south, isn't she?
1: I actually don't know. Yeah, I didn't really. I didn't
0: really find it. I don't know. I was alright with it. Oh well, but it I, is my top. It, that's your number one. <laughs> my
1: number one besides. Well, no, you no, know. no. I'm
0: saying the yeah. movie's good. Oh yeah, I enjoyed the movie. Mm. Patrick Dempsey's the man. Yeah, he is. And he gets left. No. Uh, oh wow! That was st- stunning, stunning move there. Uh, <laughs> did you know, by the way, the the uh, uh, Josh Lucas, mm-hmm. her, the one that she ends up being yes. in love with, he's from Gig Harbor, Washington. He is. Yep.
1: Oh wow! Isn't that cool? Washingtonian. Yeah,
0: he's a Washingtonian. I Your like number it. one movie has a Washingtonian yeah. in it. Nicely well, done.
1: I was always rooting for him the whole time. Anyway,
0: Josh Lucas. Yeah. You weren't rooting for Patrick Dempsey, even no. though he was like the nicest. "Quote unquote bad guy" because you know most of the time they make mm-hmm. it pretty clear that the guy the lady's supposed to end up with is so much better than the guy that she ditches, right? Yeah. Patrick Dempsey, it was just a chemistry issue there. I feel like like he was just not her type.
1: I felt like he was just too good to be true. Actually,
0: yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, yeah, that's probably too good.
1: Red to flag, be true. too good to be true.
0: <laughs> right. Write <mark laughs> that down, ladies. You don't <laughs> want anybody too good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my god. All right, number two. Um, and then, you know, I like all the old comedies, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I think one of my next in the top three would be Bridesmaids.
0: That's a fantastic movie. Because
1: it's just so funny. It's
0: so funny. And, super raunchy. Yeah. And the women in it go for it. Like, they're they just, are all the way in.
1: They're dirty, but it's like, I mean, Hilarious. it's real funny.
0: Yeah, it's like oh man yeah. yeah yeah definitely it's one of the best comedies ever so
1: i'm sorry that my movies are so like just female funny comedies you don't need to apologize for anything you
0: are a female
1: yeah they're just i love them yeah this is good mm-hmm. okay
0: number three
1: the original dumb and dying. absolutely because i can't get enough i still think it's funny <laughs> i know it's funny today it's still funny today
0: it's funny today it's one of the most it's one of those movies where if you're in a group of friends and someone like says one of the lines from the movie, everybody knows what what yes. what you're saying, right? When somebody goes slippy, slappy, swanson, Samsonite, I yeah. was way off. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs>
1: I mean, all of those yes. you know, are I would call it our generation funny comedies, yes. but like Ace Ventura, a Pet Detective? Yes. That one popped in my mind yes. I'm like, Oh, I used to think that was a good movie. Do you remember the movie, movie Tommy Boy? Yes. Fantastic yes. movie, right? I mean they're all
0: They're all good.
1: I mean, no offense, but I don't have any like really great movies that I've seen lately that Mm -hmm. I'm like, could even compare to those. Comedy
0: has fallen on hard times. Yeah, I guess so. It's not as funny as it used to be.
1: And you know what? My husband always wants to watch action movies. You know? I mean,
0: I'm fine with action movies, but I need some comedy in my life. I
1: could watch a comedy any minute of the day. I agree. I I have to be in the mindset to watch... An action movie. Another. Slaughtering action movie. I'm like, oh okay.
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, yeah, you really should get in the mindset for your slaughtering action. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So uh, now we've gotten your Desert Island top show, then your top three movies. Now let's mm-hmm. talk about your top three books that you would bring on the island with you.
1: And this is probably not going to shock you either. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, my first would definitely be the Bible. Obviously, obviously, yeah, yeah, obviously the Bible. Um, I don't know if everybody does know this, but I actually, I read the Bible every day, just a little bit, five, 10 minutes a day, just because uh, sometimes I'll just ask, like, I need a scripture to, like, I guess, give me motivation for the day. And that's... Kind of what's brought me comfort for the last five years after my daughter passed away. But even Mm -hmm. before she passed, I would read here or there. But um, How
0: do you do that? Do you just open it up and let it speak to you? A
1: a lot of times, yeah. I will, I guess, just ask for a message and Mm -hmm. open it up. And I seem to, I feel like I get a message.
0: Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't, like,
1: necessarily do it with a rhyme or a reason. Um, Like I am with life, I fly by the seat of my pants. Mm -hmm. And whenever I have, like, five minutes, I'll go sit on my little porch swing and I like to... I'll just read whatever I feel like God puts on my heart.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's great. Yeah. That's a So i my one. Bible because I
1: don't think I'd ever get sick of it because mm-hmm. it's huge. There's yeah. a lot to read There's there. There's a lot going on in it. <laughs> There's always something to learn. Yeah. And... The next truth about myself is is I don't really read anything else at this point, um, okay. but I would bring my, a glamour magazine.
0: Okay. Your
1: glamour magazine no, or a glamour uh, magazine? A, a glamour magazine. Okay, got it. Yeah, because I, <laughs> I still love all the beauty tips, okay. and I, I love okay. a good glamour magazine.
0: Okay. So out on this desert island, you're still glamming it up.
1: Well, I would probably try to find some, like, self-tanner. I'd get some aloe for, like, sunburn. It's obviously
0: tropical. You're going to have some coconut out there. Yes. Right? We're yeah. Figure out like something your like, your tanning that. oil would be, there like, you your, your
1: coconut oil. And then I'd find an aloe vera plant for when I'm sunburned. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would totally bring the glamour.
0: You're going <laughs> to be fine on this desert. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> and then I think the last book, one book I read um, after my daughter passed away that I – Loved was um, Teresa Caputo. I think her newest one is called Good Grief. Mm-hmm. I love them.
0: Yeah, so you would bring one of those too. Yeah, I would yeah. bring one of those. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's good. That's an eclectic mixture. You went from the Bible to, to Good Grief to Good Grief to Glamour <laughs> magazine yes. in the middle. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's a well-rounded. That's about a well-rounded about some me up, Okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Okay. So now you wanted me to change this category. I guess since uh, you are the founder of the organization, we'll change it up. We won't go. Hey, I
1: think you got to pick top. Your you didn't pick songs.
0: Uh, no, I don't think I did. I think I picked artists.
1: Yeah, you did. Did I? Yeah, yeah. I think I picked
0: artists. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. Use my own argument against me. I get it. And
1: I think Nikki did too.
0: I think she picked artists. She did as well. salt and pepper. Yeah, she did. She had a crazy mixture. She yes. had like salt and pepper, and then something really serious. She did and have then... Some
1: really funny ones, like "What?
0: Who are you?"
1: Yeah, <laughs> and that is still what I ask myself sometimes. Like, who are you, Nikki? Yeah,
0: yeah. She's an eclectic. She's an eclectic <laughs> yeah. lady. Uh, so, what are your top three artists that you would see? Here is the tough part about the music. You're going to listen to these people. For as long as you're trapped on this island. Yeah. Right. So they gotta be people who have multiple albums maybe, mm-hmm. who have multiple songs that you like. So tell us your top three.
1: Uh first and foremost, Miranda Lambert.
0: I I knew that you was knew coming. It. I knew that I was
1: coming. I mean I'm just <laughs> I'm in love with her.
0: Yeah, I knew I, that was coming. I
1: still listen to her music 24-7 I mean, all day long.
0: You, We were going to do little inside baseball here. We were going to name each of the tables at this year's Nashville Knights before we had to reschedule to next year. We were going to name them after country stars, and Miranda Lambert was one of the tables. That's how I knew she was going to be in your top yes. three. All right.
1: Um, and then Eric Church.
0: Also one of the tables. <laughs> I,
1: yep, he was one of my tables. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. just – I. I love both of their music, like the all American country. I just love it.
0: And would we describe that as modern country?
1: Well, they kind of have some old school vibes in their music, too. But I mean, yeah, I guess it's modern Modern country. country. But they Miranda Lambert also does songs with like Dolly Parton and uh, Loretta Lynn. So she's a little bit more classic. Well, yeah, she she definitely can do um, a good mixture, I think. Okay.
0: Okay. And, and number-
1: Eric Church has a little rock and roll vibe, too, which uh, I love. Yeah. Yeah. So he has the country mixed with the rock and roll, which yeah. I just yeah. love.
0: Uh, and then number three.
1: Okay, so this was a tie for me.
0: Okay, so we got four. Got it. All right.
1: Okay, but should I really break it down to one?
0: No, no, just do four. Okay. It's okay. I'll let you, I will let you skirt the rules.
1: <laughs> I guess I'm a little <laughs> rule
0: pusher. Good Lord, I gave you three and you're <laughs> like, no.
1: <laughs> well, it was a tie between the Juds because I do okay. love, I love the Juds Okay. And uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers.
0: Oh, wow. Tom Petty. Mm -hmm. I did not see that one coming.
1: That's kind of like... Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. I just don't get sick of it.
0: Wow. See, I like that one. Mm
1: -hmm. I like that one. It reminds me a lot of like just my childhood and growing up. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of gives me a good free vibe. Like you're Mm -hmm. just... I love it.
0: Okay, so you'd be out there hanging out with Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers yeah. and then that's pretty cool. You went you went old school country all the way to new school country and then you got Tom Petty in there. That's very mm-hmm. good. Nice I job. Like it. Nice job. Thanks. Uh, okay. So that runs us through the Des- Desert Island Top 3s. Nicely done. I really oh, thanks, like Phillip. that. I think that uh, I
1: hopefully didn't surprise any of you.
0: <laughs> I can't imagine I can't a single imagine. person listening is surprised by those no. <laughs> by those answers. I'm like,
1: well, wow, my answers are boring. I feel like no, everybody no. knows
0: these things. About well, me. that's the thing. They're not boring. They're just something everybody knew. Yeah, right. That doesn't mean they're boring. Yeah. Uh, that is great. Thank you so much for sharing your desert island top three. And thanks, everybody, for listening to this particular one, humoring us with our, with our nerdy talk. But it's super fun to, to allow you guys to get to know who we are and, and, and why we're here and what we, why we do what we do. And, it, and we really love that we get to share this stuff with, with our listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we hit on it from the top. We're very excited about the, the schedule of podcasts over the next month and a half. Uh, we do not have a week that goes by that doesn't have a guest. Mm-hmm. which is which is something that's been pretty fun. The next 6 weeks we'll have guests on each one. We're very excited about that. Yes. It is an it is a wide-ranging mixture of guests with some really phenomenal stories. Uh starting with next week
1: We even have a special coming up.
0: Yeah, we do have a special. Man, we we have all sorts of different like cross-sectional podcasting we and do. guests <laughs> and all sorts of crazy things. Like this is the most exciting uh, probably part of, of our podcasts so far because Mm -hmm. of the different stories we're going to be bringing in and the different stories we're going to be able to share starting off with next week. So one of the things we've been trying to do is you will, you will hear more about it next week. We are trying to, we try as hard as we can to hit on things that are fairly topical. And right now Mm -hmm. there is a lot of conversation around law enforcement and we thought we'd bring some, a different take to the entire discussion. And so we found a member of the Washington State Patrol, Trooper Dion Glover. He's going to come on next week to talk about grieving in law enforcement. Uh, he lost a partner in the line of duty, and he talks openly about his feelings, his fears, his anxieties, everything that came with it. It mm-hmm. was a phenomenal interview.
1: I'm, I. Loved it.
0: Yeah, he was he was unreal. I want to thank him for coming, and, and next week you'll get to hear that. Then you'll get to hear a delightful story from uh, from a woman named Ayanna Brown. She's going to share the story of Olajuwon Brown, who grew up in the inner city. He was a young black man who was shot and killed by somebody who mistaked him for a rival gang member. And she just tells the story of basically living her life for him. Yeah. And uh, truly inspiring it, it lasted and, like two hours.
1: Right. And she's even created a nonprofit in his mm-hmm. honor as well.
0: Yeah. And that was one of the neat things about that podcast. Yeah. This idea of you have Bryn from a small town and you have Ayana from Texas and, and a bigger city up here and in the mm-hmm. inner city. And your stories just it just shows you how, how similar people are and how we always talk about it all the time about how grief and, and doing something with that grief is universal. It, is, mm-hmm. it, it, it crosses all sorts yeah. of different lines. She has a phenomenal story. We're really excited to share that. We will also talk about, because this is a big deal right now, You know, we're, we're, we're really global in our, in our grief, frankly, about mm-hmm. everything that's been going on with COVID and all that sort of different stuff. So we are going to have the Director of Medical Teams International come on and talk about how other cultures grieve
1: wow it'll be really pretty cool
0: it'll be pretty cool yeah pretty global look at things and then you just hit on it we have a very cool cross-sectional podcast opportunity why don't you take a second to tell everybody what we'll be doing with another really popular podcaster who kind of entered into this arena as well
1: yeah i actually had the pleasure to speak with her today her name is jennifer and she has her own podcast called accidental hope and she is actually kind of on the opposite side of things from where I stand, but we are going to combine forces and do a series together where we'll just basically connect and share our stories for her listeners and for our listeners. Um, But she was actually the driver of a vehicle that hit a motorcycle and it was an accident. And, you know, she's been sharing that you're grieving on the other side, too. So, um, you know, I know firsthand because I've stayed friends with with Cassie, who was involved in Rowan's accident I've never blamed her. So we've, you know, we've already overcome that hurdle of Mm -hmm. I don't have hate in my heart for her. And we've started Race for Own together. And it's, you know, kind of our story that we've been living together. Mm -hmm. Well, Jennifer's story, um, she doesn't quite have that same
0: reconciliation. No, Um,
1: the family of the man that was hit and killed very much blames her. And it was just a true. Harmless accident. She, um, you know, was not being irresponsible. She had her children in the car. And she, like myself, she's started a podcast where um, she's very faith based, but she talks to other people that are, you know, survivors in accidents like that and uh-huh. basically shares inspirational stories and tries to help bring faith and hope to overcome, you know, the challenges and the trauma that comes along with it. Uh-huh. And I got. To spend about an hour chatting with her today. And she's a remarkable woman and has done a lot. And it's only been um, three and a half years since her accident. Yeah. And for what she's accomplished already, and she eventually wants to start a nonprofit as well yeah. um, to help survivors in any kind of these traumatic situations, um, grant them with therapy of some sort. Because yeah. how she described it is a lot of survivors um you know that may have been involved in the accident they don't feel worthy to to live let alone worthy to take time away from their family or finances away from their family to pay for therapy mm. and she said you know um what a blessing if she could pay for people's therapy oh, wow. or treatment and stuff like that Look because at that. like I mean, I've been there where you feel so dark that you don't even have a will to live, yeah. you know? And yeah. she's overcome that and she wants to help others, you know, get treatment and, and therapy that they need. So, very cool. We will have her on and we will do a series with her and I, yeah. just really both exposing the nitty gritty of yeah. our grief, the similarities, the differences, and um, talk about our podcasts and. She's a really cool gal. She's out of Waco, Texas. Okay. So
0: Okay. Can't
1: wait to ha- Very have cool. our series with that.
0: Yeah. That's really neat. And yeah. and we really want to thank her for giving us an opportunity to appear on her podcast and yes. simultaneously come on ours. Yes. It's going to be a very cool, really connective. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. totally connected, which is great. So those are just a couple of the podcasts we have coming up and a couple of the guests we have coming up. We have, beyond, we have more beyond that, but we don't want to take up too much more of your time. We just want to thank you for sticking with us for the last seven or eight months as we as we discover how this podcasting stuff works. Mm-hmm. And we hope that you will be able to, to if you have, have people that you know would, would love the show and would love to listen to it and might get something out of it, make sure you send it to them and share it with them just so they can subscribe. Rate us if you haven't done it yet and even uh, post a little something nice if you want to. But we just really want to thank everybody for for being loyal, for taking a listen to the show, for diving into the podcast. And we promise we will not let you down. We're going to continue to come up with content that we hope really resonates with you. So thanks everybody again. Thank you. And all that stuff starts next week. We'll talk to you next week.
1: Bye-bye.